Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. This is, I mean, I feel like we should have done 10 podcasts together already and we should have done it like 10 years ago. This amazing woman that I have on the podcast today has been a friend of mine for over a decade. Um, she was a, we were, we, I, we actually met because of the beauty business um, when I was standing behind the chair and we have been friends ever since. She is ridiculously talented in so many areas. Let me list the ways. She is an unbelievably talented, artistic um, hairdresser. She is a makeup artist. She is an actual artist. If, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can actually see that right behind her on the wall are some beautiful, stunning paintings that she painted with her own hand. She's an absolute entrepreneur. She has a heart to serve the Lord in so many ways. And no matter what it is that she's doing um, with her career or you know, out and about in the world, she's always honoring and serving the Lord. Um, she is the founder of Holy Yoga. I'm sorry. She is the founder of Healing Yoga Ministries, and um, such a, just an absolute beloved member contributor to the Girl Power Alliance community. And I coined it Jesus at the mat, but it's healing yoga ministries. So um, if you're not familiar with what that is, I'm going to let Marnie talk about that and kind of why she founded it. And she's even got a, another, a couple new projects since then where she's using art therapy and she's coaching. I mean, the whole podcast could be all the things that Marnie's done. She is a remarkable woman. Um, she is a dear friend, and I'm so happy we're finally doing this, Marnie. Welcome. Well, thank you. Well, um, I am so happy to have you here, and you have there's so many things that we could talk about. Well, why don't you share just a little bit about maybe how and why you founded Healing Yoga Ministries, and and then I know we're going to get into what you're doing, your your latest venture that you just started. So let's start there. Yes. Well, gosh, um, long story. How long do we have? <laughs> as long as we need. <laughs> yes, Michelle, I have, I've known you for, I think I was thinking back to what year and I was like, did I have my son at that time? Was I going through all, all the issues with him that I had at the time? And then I think Savannah was like four. I remember her running around your living room. I remember us, I, we lost her one time. She was hiding from us. And, um, yeah, so you've been a part of my life. And I remember the way I found you was I heard through the town talk of Temecula that you were the best hair extension, uh, person out there and hair extensions were coming up and popular. And I was like, I need to train with her. And God is just so good because of course, I always just think he's up in heaven with his, in his boardroom with all his angels around going, this is going to happen on this day. This is going to happen on this day, good and bad, right? Because everything happens for a reason. And um, I remember walking in and you were working on a friend, Amy, I think, and um, you were doing her extensions. And I, I know you probably just looked at me like, who are you? You're so weird. I was like, hi. I think I just walked in and introduced myself and just said, I want to train with you. And you called me first. You said you yes. Me first. 
Oh, I did. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it was just, again, kind of like a little, I love to learn. I love to become the best at what I do. I kind of always said I'm a slow learner, but once I get it, I get it. I do it good. And um, so, yeah, that's how we met. And it's just been a blessing since then. And I'll get into a little bit of more about just um, really how much you've touched my life. And you're such a big part of my life. I think that's why I am where I'm at. And I think you and Bobby realize or anybody listening that you can touch people's lives in the smallest way. You might not know you touch their lives, but it sticks with that person. And I remember another story of a, someone I heard that they were walking home with their friend from school and everybody was mean to that person and they dropped all their books and she went over and picked up their books and helped walk with him. It was a boy and later down the road, they became good friends. And he said, you know, I was going to kill myself that day. And because you helped me reached out she had no idea she just was like I was being a nice person so you have been that person to me in so many ways so I'll touch a little bit more on that so kind of make me cry cry already I know it's like I don't want to cry because I have been so excited and anyone listening never in a million years would I think I would be on a podcast and when I've watched your podcast in the past even with um I'm sorry. I'm going blank on your last podcast. Your um, oh, sold out on uh, sold, sold out, out entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah, I would just think like, oh man, will I would I ever be on a podcast one day? And and then I would like watch the interviews, and I'd think, oh, I am nobody compared to these girls that she interviews. They're like perfect and beautiful and rich and successful marriages and families. And I'm like, I've been none of that. I'm a ragamuffin rebellious Christian and I'm just you know and I was just like no it will happen one day and so here we are it's like I've been so excited I'm like up at four o'clock in the morning talking to God and he really put on my heart to really share that with you that you have impacted me so many I remember conversations with Bobby and you guys saw something in me that way back 15 years ago that has stuck with me this whole time of me trying to launch something and do something. So I'm going to get more into that. But anyway, when I was 23, I got really, really sick. I actually collapsed and I was taken to an emergency room by an ambulance in Texas. I was living in Austin, Texas in all my twenties, hook'em horns. And I love Texas. And I was actually at the Dallas Cowboys stadium and it was 130 degrees in there. And you know, when you get really excited that kind of Light, light, yeah. And I remember the cheerleaders coming out, and I, I even thought, God, how do they do this in this heat? There's no air conditioning. And it was probably a night, I think, too, of partying and having fun. It was like my my ex-husband's class reunion. And long story short, I fell out. They took me to ambulance. I almost died. I had like severe heat stroke and dehydration. And that set into me, and that was kind of part of God's plan, a motion of I continued for about three weeks after that, being really sick, not knowing what was going on with me, having severe panic attacks and going to doctors seven times in two weeks and her just going, nothing's wrong. I was even like, I'm pregnant. I also just felt like I had the flu and I didn't get out of bed. My friends at work, at the hair salon, I was what's wrong with her? You know, it's like she's lost it, but I was severely sick and was diagnosed with panic disorder and um, clinic, clinical depression. And so she put me on meds and, um, wow, new person medication worked for me. And I, um, 
a, a friend came to me because she knew I was really struggling. So I was still, I couldn't even leave the house. I was afraid to drive. I remember being in a grocery uh, store and having a basket full of groceries and a panic attack came on, which I didn't know this was almost 30 years ago. What a panic attack was. We're, we talk about mental illness a lot more today. And I left all my groceries and just thought I was having a heart attack, you know? So she brought over a VHS yoga tape and just said, start trying to do this. Back then, yoga was still, it was pretty hip in Austin. There was little yoga studios everywhere, but still very much of an influence of Hinduism and original kind of yoga. So the the tape that she gave me, I started doing it. And just in a couple of days, I started feeling it a little bit better. And I know it was probably because I was moving and I was breathing and I just felt like, well, I did something for myself today, but I was feeling convicted from the Holy Spirit. And my walk, I've always been a Christian and I'll back up a little bit about that. I've always um, had a really, really close relationship with Christ as a little girl. I always felt like he was going to use me in a big way. My mom and dad thought I was weird. So I'd say, what about Jesus? I want to know Jesus. Take me to church. And they're like, this girl's weird. And I just had this strong, strong relationship with this person just called Jesus that I knew. And I, no one told me about him, you know? So, you know, I never, probably all through my twenties, I really didn't walk the Christian life. This is going to be kind of part of my story. You know, we can all call ourselves Christians, but what does that really look like? Is it really, you know, are we, is our prayer life there? Is our reading the word there? Are we acting Christ-like? You know, I was not. And um, so this kind of got me into praying a little bit more. And I started doing this job and felt convicted. And I was just like, Lord, are we supposed to be doing this? I mean, no one again told me Christians weren't supposed to do yoga. No one told me that yoga was bad for Christians, but I was like, I'm liking the way I feel God. And he said, literally like, it was funny. Like, like, I'm really going to judge you sweet girl for doing some yoga, like, you know, but give it to me. And I was like, Oh, so I turned down the volume and put on praise music. And I just continued doing it and feeling better because I was doing something for myself. And then it just kind of started evolving. Like that brought me closer to the Lord. And I would continue praying and I was like you know and it was like I heard this like you unite the book together like, scripture and yoga and I was like hey Lord no Christians don't do yoga and back then you know there was no internet there was no social media well there was internet but it was probably really slow big fat computers like this big and I started researching like Christian yoga and oh my gosh it was taboo there was no Christian yoga and as we know today, there's holy yoga, faith, yoga, faith, uh, Nawa yoga. Um, you know, there's schools now, yoga schools where you can go and get, um, become a teacher. But back then, everything I found, I was like, Lord, you want me to do what? No, it, Christians don't do yoga. I'm reading it like right here all over the internet. And he was like, yeah, it's okay. yoga just means unite, like unite the both together. So. God spoke to me in a big way, 20, I was 23, I'm going to be 51. And did I listen? No, you know, and it was funny. I was thinking back to all the times where I would always like search and seek God and say, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? You know, I know I'm a hairdresser, but I know you want to use me. And there's, there's, there has to be more. And it would be like, remember that yoga I told you to do? 
and I like it. And because I knew what I wanted it to look like, and I knew it was going to be at the time I wanted to have a yes. filming studio and a production crew, and I wanted just to film. My yoga is really different. I don't even think of myself as a yoga teacher so much as a producing a almost like a beautiful class that you just really get to spend time with the Lord. It's more about Him for sure. Putting in movement with it and breath was just this beautiful combination. And I was like, so I just wanted to like produce these beautiful DVDs just for, I had four subjects. They were, the subjects were given to me by God. It was peace of fear and anxiety. And because that's what I was suffering with. So I made my own up back then and um, would uh, read off of it and record it like a little recording and just do that with no sound, no video, just like just play on this little recorder and listen to my own voice, no music. And I was like, gosh, after I had finished, I was like, that's so good because it was feeding my spirit with the word of God on fear and anxiety. So I would do that every day. So the, the thing about healing yoga ministries is I want it to be used that if someone's suffering from fear and anxiety, that's that's their only class that they're going to take and they're going to redo it and redo it and redo it because you have taught me when we need to renew our mind, you need to fill it with scripture. You need to memorize that scripture. You're the one that gave me, you know, one Timothy, um, <clears throat> Timothy one seven. I have not, do not have a spirit of fear, but you know, and that verse has like saved me. And so all these subjects kept coming to me. So my dream at that time, was I knew what I wanted it to look like and it just did not happen life got in the way fear happened um not walking with God not having a you know a good uh just not putting God first um fear letting the enemy come in being fe a fear of technology because I was just a hairdresser and you probably understand that we didn't have those computer skills back then we just were artists we were behind the chair you know so fast forward about I think it was 2019 I was walking and I was praying on the beach and um you know throughout all this all these years every time I'd pray and ask God what am I supposed to be doing I told you you know 25 <laughs> plus years ago and um I just, I would battle and fight with them. And I said, but I don't know how, and I don't know what to do. And I just, uh, who am I to do this? And I knew I wanted it to be a ministry. I knew I wanted to eventually have these videos, which I thought were going to be DVDs go worldwide and volume one and volume two in different languages where people could just practice this, you know, kind of like knocking out because we're all so into like time management. We're so busy. And I, it's prayer, it's moving, it's breathing, it's meditating on the word of God. And, you know, I wanted to incorporate a little bit of worship time in there with a praise song. Cause I think just a praise song can just knock you out and get you out of a bad mood, you know? And it was like so beautiful 30 minutes, you get all this done. And I wanted to reach the world and I had all these big dreams with it, you know? And so in 2019, I was walking and praying and he just said, you need to ask for help. And being stubborn, I was like, no, I just, I do all this myself. You know, I needed this. I needed to do that. I needed to do that. And it was just like, no, ask for help. And your name came to me. <laughs> I was like, Lord Michelle, I haven't talked to her in like a couple of years. We say hi and through social media. And I love her. She's a dear friend. I know I can. And he was like, I'm Michelle Schaefer. And I was like, hmm. All right. So 
I prayed about it. And then I don't know if you know this story. I listened to one of your podcasts again on Sold Out Entrepreneur. I, I've, I've had a really, really rough 10 years. So 10 years has also been a very transformational period of my life of a lot of growth and staying connected and close with God, even though there's been in and outs of being rebellious. <laughs> and I listened to one of your podcasts and you mentioned get a mentor. Like if you need help, call somebody. There's somebody out there that'll help you. And I forget what podcast yeah. it was. And I was like, Lord, I guess she's the one. I heard that. I was like, how did I pick that podcast and hear that right then and there? And so I was so afraid to call you. And I was like, and you, I was like, well, you went to me. You know, I texted you, I think. And um, of course you said yes. So again, I think because of you is why I'm here. Again, you took that. You didn't, you know, charge me for coaching, which you can probably charge thousands of dollars for your coaching skills. And I was even thinking, okay, how can I pair? What can I do? And um, we started talking weekly and you really just put some fire under my butt and and you were real and raw. And I remember you saying, well, you know, how are you going to do this when you don't have yoga certification? And I was like, well, I don't need, I don't want that. I, you know, but it did, as I prayed about it, I was like, yeah, I need some sort of certification. You know, I just wanted to be the producer of these DVDs. And so I went and got certified and I picked Yahweh Yoga because they were one of the first schools out there and they've been around for 10 years and they were the only one at the time. I think that was, accredited with the yoga alliance and anyway i did that and got my certification and so you really helped me walk through that so here we are covid kind of hit that was kind of like i think november of 2019 or it was towards the end of like summer fall i was walking on the beach and so here we are my goodness and yeah i've overcame a lot of obstacles and i just started you know, putting it down, thinking, okay, I'll build my website. I'll start there because I knew I wanted a website. I knew I wanted to, to direct people somewhere to go. And then it was kind of like, okay, God told me like, hey, quit doing all the busy work. You're doing all this. You know, I can just get creative. And Bobby taught me that a lot. It would just be like, you know, you need to quit being in the learning mode so much and do, do the action. And, and oh, I was like scared to death to do video and to just anything even social media I get so I kind of have a love hate with social media and I everyone that I ever talked to so you got to get out there about social media and uh, I'm just like I'm just not going to do this ministry I'm just going to go live on an island and live my life I don't want to do any of this you know but because he, he started calling me to like take action and so I don't know what came first but you kept kind of telling me like, oh, something's going on. I, you know, we, we kept in contact until you're like, oh, I did this. I completed this. And you're my little cheerleader. And then I heard another one of your podcasts. And I think it was like pre-launch of Girl Power Alliance. And I just remember like God <laughs> saying you're going to be a part of this. And I was like, no, whatever. And literally it was just like, you know, everyone's like, well, you hear an audible voice. But. I just get like a lot of stuff from him. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I remember coming home and telling a friend. I told me I was going to be a part of Girl Power Alliance. So I was like, yeah, whatever. And literally, I think it was the next day or two days later, you called me and asked me to do Meet Jesus at the Mount. I was like, oh, Lord, you are crazy. Like, you know? 
And I was like, no, I, I don't know, which I don't know how to do filming. I don't have a video. I don't have this. I don't have that. And that was during, you know, Satan just keeps trying to put roadblocks in my way. And at that time, I don't care to share with everybody, but I remarried my third husband. So I've four time divorced and married him for the second time. So that was, would be like kind of my fourth marriage. Um, he came home to, he was living in Maui, he's working. He came home, we we're going to kind of reconcile. You did. And you did. then he ended up leaving like the day I was supposed to film the video and just broke my heart. He told me he got a girl pregnant and he had to go back to Maui. And I was like, Satan, really? And I think I had to call you because I had like a video bike coming over and I was so excited because I just jumped into like, okay, what? Because you're like, you need to get this done like three weeks. And I was like, okay. So I had a lot of my scripts written. I had some audio done and I was just like, oh, you know, I was just devastated. And I just finally just said, no, Lord, like I had to, I have learned through my life. Well, just recently learned that I have to find joy in this pain and in these trials and in the suffering and just go, Lord, you know, best. And I can say now, fast forward, I am so thankful that I am a single mom. He probably just saved me from a, just a train wreck because it just was never meant to be him. I would just on and off for 12, 13 years. It's just been really, really hard. And I just knew it needed to end. Even when he came home, I felt like it wasn't right. And it was just like, you know, that got taken from me, even though it was, I knew he was dating and now he was like, he was cheating on me. It was just one of those agreements we had. And it was like, you know, so that was just like, I can't video. I'm a mess and I just said no I think I called you and I think I pulled it off did I like for the first one yeah <laughs> and I think it was just really cheesy I filmed it myself my daughter was holding the camera because I, I canceled the video. <laughs> I had to cancel the video crew and it was like you know poor guy who was like okay I'll be praying for you like I've had some family stuff so anyway you know God is good. And my whole life has been, I'm here just to hopefully, if someone's listening, just one person that can say, wow, she can get through all that and just be an overcomer to know that God is good and good, bad, ugly, whatever that saying is, it's, it's all planned. And I think back to now my son, I was a teenage mom, like you got pregnant at 17 and I you know, went with girls that all three of us thought we were pregnant. I just knew I was like three weeks before I even didn't even wasn't supposed to start, you know, so it was like, everyone's like, you're not pregnant. I was so sick. And, um, you know, in, in at this time in a strong Christian home, my mom was just like that type of, you don't wait till you're married. And so I just really crossed my mind. Like I can get an I can be done with this. No, I'm pregnant. I'm here getting my pregnancy test. And I just couldn't. So I had a baby and he was a beautiful little baby boy, healthy. My mom and dad were supportive and I was single and started doing hair right away. So I went, got myself, you know, it was such a, also a blessing. He just got me in beauty school, got me doing what I always, I knew I wanted to do hair from 14 years old. I went to beauty school in eighth grade and dropped out. You know, it was just like, too much. So, um, you know, even to that, like, just, I thought back, like, like why that happened and to where I'm at today. And then after my third divorce, I was pretty much like homeless in between there. I lost my only son. He was killed in a tragic car accident. 
And I went through, um, I think my husband left me after that. My two dogs died immediately after that. It was just like, boom, boom, boom. And it was like, not happy times with God. I was literally cussing him out. Like, what the, like, what are you going to take from me now? My dogs? That's what I said. Because I had nothing left. When my husband left me, he took everything and like was like, you have two weeks to get out of this house. And so I had nowhere to go. And I was just like, really? Like, you're going to take my dogs? Crazy story. My mom and dad helped, came to help me move out of this big four-bedroom home we were living in. And my mom goes, you got to take Layla to the doctor. She's really sick. My little baby who's been with me like 15 years, you know, my little chihuahua. And I said, okay, I'll take her. She's like, we'll go get the U-Haul. We'll start cleaning and moving your stuff. And I was like, I showed up empty, empty handed. And she's like, where is Layla? And I was like, they put her down. And I just remember throwing up, screaming at God and just like, what? There was a beauty that came out of that too. Cause my ex-husband called me and we ended up being friends and it was, it was just part of a healing thing. So he would have, he's like, I would have never called you if that wouldn't have happened. But literally, I remember just that saying, God, what are you going to do? Take my dog now? My, my only thing left. And, he, he, you know, I don't think he, he lets everything happen and turns everything out for his good and his glory. He doesn't cause anything to happen. But the way I've kind of wrestled with God my whole life, because I'm kind of, you know, he knows I have a little bit of a rebellious spirit. It's always just been like, girl, look up. Like, what are you, you going to keep looking up? You know, and I always, think like if you live your life and you're constantly things are happening I always tell people just like if you're stuck out in the middle of the ocean and you're stranded who are you gonna pray to you know you're gonna whether you're even an atheist you don't believe at some point you're probably gonna look up and say god help me you know you gotta you're gonna reach out so I always felt like that was my whole life because I was always just not walking the walk you know just there was always this struggle and so I moved into my parents' dining room. They lived in a one-bedroom, tiny apartment. And I literally had like a bag of clothes, every belonging from my first marriage, my second marriage, I just sold and got rid of. And I was just like, life is good. You know, I, I adapted to living in my parents' dining room. And, and I remember my friends at the summer, like, I was like, yeah, I got to do my mom cooks for me and cleans for me. Mm -hmm. And my dad does all the grocery shopping. My mom does my laundry. And I'm like, sitting here, just like living the life, you know? And oh, I thought, I thought I had a life full of like, at that point, travel and being free from being a mom. And I'm going to say again, this isn't like a rags to riches story, but it's probably a sad to happy story. Cause I'm so happy and I'm so excited about life. And I just was like, I'm going to be free now. I'm free from being a mom and, and no husband. And I was just so excited and my dogs were gone. So I was free. <laughs> and um, oh, gosh, it's just like, no, I, I'm just going to go travel. I'm going to make Nathan. good money Nathan just doing hair. And yeah, no, that wasn't his plan either. So I get a call from a social worker out of the blue and she asked me if I would adopt a little girl that I've only met once it was my son's biological cousin from that side of the family so two years before my son was killed his father was killed in a motorcycle accident so I lost my son's father then my son and then so my son's aunt um I just call her my sister ex-sister and all mm. mommy vet 
she kind of lost it too. She lost her brother, her nephew, my son, and started using drugs again and went to prison and lost her daughter. So my son's biological cousin. And I remember meeting her when she was three and she was like a hellion. And so when the social worker called me and asked me if I would adopt this little girl, I'm thinking, oh, really, Lord, like, you have a really funny sense of humor. I'm done being a mom. Being a mom was not fun for me. I started getting calls from, you know, just to let you know how it was not fun from pre-K teachers all the way through. So, you know, it was just like every day going to work, just like sick stomach, what call, you know, calls from principals, calls from police officers. It was just a wild child, you know, and um, Nathan, yeah. You probably know some of my stories and just, it was just filled with like heartbreak. And, you know, that was always one of my biggest prayers, like, Lord, heal my son, bring him around. And, and, um, it, it didn't happen. It wasn't, it was, wasn't God's will. So, and you know, the beautiful thing was I kind of got released from all that because he loved the Lord. And there was so many little miracles that happened up to him dying and, Oh, it was just so beautiful. And knowing that he's in heaven and how much he loves the Lord. I mean, he was preaching to me before he died. <laughs> I think I just knew it was his time to, to you know, so let's snatch Nathan up now. And um, anyway, so when I got this call, I was just like, really? Hell no. No, not having any more children. Lord, I'm almost 50. I was, you know, in my 40, 46. <laughs> I am pretty much homeless, living in my current dining room. And I, uh, yeah, no, have nothing. <laughs> and I think I, oh, I called my mom and dad. Mom, they want, my mom was like, heck no, don't you dare. And if you do, you're getting kicked out. <laughs> and I heard that just because they were through so much heartache. They were done too, you know. And I heard within, maybe all the church channels are, they all have the same sermon, but I heard the same sermon about uh, Sarah being pregnant at 90. Like that was my biggest complaint to God was I'm too old for this. Like, are you kidding me? I want a teen um, into having a teenager. And then it was just like flooded with like the Holy Spirit and crying. Cause then I think I got my car and turned on my Christian station. I was like, Sarah having a baby at 90 again. And so I just called a social worker and started mm-hmm. fostering her, went through the fostering whole system and becoming a foster mom and daughter. And this was my son's bio cousin. And it was so cute because I remember the first time I picked her up, she was just like, who are you? And are you a Christian? And I was, she was like interviewing me because this little girl's been through a lot too, you know? I was like, yeah, try thinking. Because they said, your mom, she's your mom's friend or she she was your mom's, you know, she just was like related to me to her mom. Like, do you do drugs? Are you a Christian? You know, so I just knew from the minute I got, I had got her that we were supposed to be together. So God had whole other plans for me and and that's the beautiful part of the story I told her today we're having this deep conversation I said you know really thinking weird about my life like if I would have never had Nathan we we talk about big things abortion and and just just big things like I want her to know and 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 to learn about things we're studying she's doing the Proverbs 31 study right now and I'm like why didn't anyone ever tell me about this study you know my whole life like my parents didn't teach me about Maybe, like, Ashley Casey. maybe I would have been a better wife. <laughs> and so she just said, and I said, you know, I made that decision to have him. And I'm so thankful because all that was, again, seeing God up in this boardroom with all his angels, 
that was part of his plan. So I would have you. And since being homeless, I've inherited a million dollar home in be on the beach in Carlsbad. Um, I have just been blessed, just like I got her and my sons and her great, great, great uncle and auntie who I took care of till they died a couple years ago. It was the hardest time of my life being a caretaker. And got to share the Lord with them and bring them to the Lord before they die. So God just knew it's like, you're going to that home. You're raising their, <laughs> their great niece. You're going to take care of these two elderly people. And then I got to a point where I, I, was like, I do remember feeling free. And like, Hey Lord, what am I supposed to be doing now? Okay. I'm done caretaking. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do hair anymore. And you know, okay, I told you 28 years ago what to be doing, girl. Like, why don't you listen? And I remember one of your podcasters, oh gosh, Ashley, I forgot her name. Huh? Yeah. And she said like, I just, because God was calling her to do something and she just said she had to get quiet. And it was funny. I remember listening to that. I said, God, I got quiet for like 25 years, you know, like, just trying to, you know, just no, I'm not a yoga instructor. I even have my mom say, you're fat. You can't teach yoga, you know? And that's the kind of upbringing I have. Like, you don't, you're not an entrepreneur. You're, you, we've worked hard labor, like get a job, you know? And I always knew that God wanted to use me. Sometimes I'd have visions of being up on stage, talking to people, which is my biggest fear. And um, being in front of camera, like I was, was like doing jumping jacks before I got on just to get some energy yeah. out. And I'll never forget the time you and Bobby made us all get in front of cameras. You probably don't remember. <laughs> we had it like, I don't remember, but I just was so afraid sitting there just going, I'm not going to do it. Can't do it. I'm not going to get up in front of a camera and you know, big bulky cameras and Bobby had all the lighting. So I was great. I just, and I think I did it and just, you know, I said, um, 5 million times and you guys had to critique us, you know? And I was just like, Oh God, no, I'm never going to be that person that got, gets up on stage. And I think there was another time I had to get up on stage with you at, we we're at Pachanga or something. And I was just like, I'm just going to faint. Like, I don't know. I always like, if I do have to public speak or get up on stage, it's like an outer, out of body experience. I get off and like, what did I say? What did I do? I don't even know. Am I in trouble? Did I say something wrong? Because this mouth gets me in trouble a lot. You know, so anyway, God is good. And again, if anyone's watching this, I just hope my story, and not that my story, I know there's so much worse out there. I know people, everybody, Michelle, your story. If no one, if anyone hasn't read Michelle's book about her story, her life, it's just so touching. And I think that's why God allows us to go through what we go through. So we can relate to that person. You know, I am passionate about depression. I was also recently diagnosed with bipolar two disorder and you know how hard that is. And I have, um, you know, really taken this time of COVID to just get busy and launch this ministry. And I've been turned down by churches to um, teach it. They've called me, I'm being rooted in evil. My second church um, that I went to just called me back. They don't want me to call it yoga. They want me to call it movement. I said, okay, no 
because I'm just, my mission is to touch women and to help women. And that's where my heart is. And um, so I'm going to be starting teaching classes at church in February. So I'm really excited about that. And again, it's really kind of not like me teaching. I just, I have to do a voiceover recording because there's so much scripture. There's a scripture with each pose. So did I cover everything about healing yoga ministry? See, I just told you my whole life story. Because it's more about I want to touch people and inspire people to become overcomers. Well, you do. You do though. And and you know, you kind of got some fragments of her story, but the one thing about you, Marnie, that I think is, I mean, there's a many, 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 many things about you that I just so, so adore. But you're talking about somebody who has overcome, you know, a lot of tragedies and really hard times. And like, like a lot of like me, like a lot of us, you know, maybe some of them are because of the choices we made our own, like we made our own bed. God's like, God's like, you're going to lay in it. You made it. And so, I mean, we do, we lay in it and we learn. And, but, but the thing I love about you, Marnie, is you are always so positive. I mean, you, you, the things that you struggle with, especially with depression and bipolar, it's a daily, like that is something daily. And I, you not, you and I know we've talked about this a lot. My mom, my mom and you have a similar diagnosis. And you have the same birthday. It's so weird. Um, and so I'm very familiar with all of that and the kind of roller coaster that you, that no. just is every day for you. Yeah. You know, not not by any doing of your own. Like it's not has nothing to do with your your choosing. That's just you know biologically what you go through. And yet you're always so incredibly positive. You're just a you're just a joy to know and to be around. And so I, as I was, you know, putting all this stuff together for Girl Power Alliance, I knew that I knew that I wanted, you know, health and fitness is such a, it's such a big thing to me. It's such an important part of my life. I know it's something that, you know, I need to continue to uh, actively promote for other people. And so within the membership, I wanted to have multiple things for people to, to do. And I am obsessed with, um, the movements of yoga. I love them. It was never about anything other than it was the only place ever that I could go and I could actually quiet out the world to, to allow God to speak to me. And I'll remember yoga is just freaking hard. I don't care how long you've been doing it. And you could do the same exact, you know, uh, you know, all the, the same movements in the same routine for a thousand years, it's still hard. Like you never, it's never not hard. So I would be focused so much on, you know, the movements and holding these poses and, and trying to get the poses and the breathing together at the same time that one day I realized this is what it's like when your mind is quiet. And so I started calling it when I would go to yoga, I started calling, I'm going to go see Jesus at the mat because that's what it became for me. It became, I mean, it always movement is a big deal for your health and all these things, but it was the only, it taught me specifically for the first time what it was actually like to quiet your, to, to, to empty your mind of everything. And it's really hard. It was on, well, I could never do it on my own. I, I tried to quiet my mind and I was like, I'm psycho. I just have a thousand thoughts and I, all I think, quiet your mind, five thoughts, quiet your mind. I couldn't do it. But yo, in yoga, I was able to do it. So it was yeah. just a really powerful, and then I just, it became worship for me. Like I would go to move my body, but I would go to hear from the Lord. And so I knew that I wanted other people to experience that. And, um, and so anyway, as I'm prepping and everything and I'm like, okay, okay, God, you know, I'm not doing that. So who could I do? And he, he, it was very clear. He was like, you're, you're supposed to ask Marnie first. 
And so, um, I didn't know if she, I didn't know if she'd say yes, because at that point she didn't have any videos or anything. She had done a ton of work to get everything prepped, but she wasn't actually ready. So I was like, you know, I mean, all she could say is no. So she said, yes, it's been a huge blessing. She's really, really gifted at, I mean, it's definitely divine, um, all everything that you do within holy uh, healing yoga ministries is so absolutely from God. You can feel it from the first word. And I had it one time on my counter, my laptop, and I had you playing um, one of the, you know, yeah, one of them. I lost sound. Can you hear me? I lost your sound. Okay. Oh, I muted. Sorry. Um, uh, so every, you know, Bobby said, you know, she's perfect for that because every word that comes out of your mouth, even if you weren't doing the yoga, you're it's healing. It's you can just lay the there. Mind it's amazing. You're so gifted at it. So it's been a huge blessing to have you every month. So those of you that don't know, every month, Marnie gives gifts us um, inside of Girl Power Alliance with an incredible, um, just beautiful healing session of, of worship where you're moving your body and doing these yoga poses. And, and it's just, I think it's transformational. <laughs> and uh, so I'm excited about what God's going to do through you with that. I know this is just the beginning and, you know, COVID hasn't stopped you. You've done a numb, you have like stretched and grown yourself in so many ways this year and you just launched something else new. You want to talk about that for a minute? Well, it was funny just hearing you talk about that. So right before COVID, I think like a week before we had the quarantine and it was starting to kind of happen, I went ahead and put out, I was like, okay, you kept Tell me to act, act, and um, you know, I was like, no, no, I don't. Again, I don't. <laughs> and um, I, I'm like, I'm not a yogi. I would even tell you that. Like, I just want to, you know, it's like these little story of hope. These classes just to heal and continue to renew your mind in Christ. And and I only put the yoga in because I know it helped me so much. So I went ahead and put on this like Facebook blast in my next door that you know around the neighborhood and. I just said, Hey, I'm new at this. I'm going to do Christian yoga at my house. I have a big backyard. And I just couldn't believe the response. Like Christians can do yoga. I want to come. I'm a Christian. I didn't know we could do yoga. Uh -huh. I was like, so weird. And so I had like girls show up and we did it and I got reviews and that gave me like a little, you know, chance to put stuff some stuff on my website, like now people have done this and they liked it. And then it was like quarantine. And I was like, Lord, I was just getting started, like excited about this. And I actually haven't since then, but I just allowed me to go, okay, what's next? I knew that there's really no way to make money with this. I didn't want to, I'm not a yoga teacher. I don't want to host classes. I don't want to own a yoga studio. I don't want to do Zooms and have people pay for to come in and do that. It's, it's so much voiceover. I needed to just, I want it to be free. I want it to, maybe I'm going to be working on a YouTube channel. I want people just to have this as a download, a free download, so they can do it in the privacy of their own home. So I started thinking like, how am I going to fund this ministry? And I heard another business or it was, a you know, on my Christian 
academia and I listened to their interviewing someone else's ministry. And they said, we sell coffee. Everybody loves coffee. It's the way we fund our ministry fund our ministry. And you know, we get our beans from here. And I was just like, oh, that's a good idea. I need to like fund my ministry somehow and and do something. So I always sign my emails, God, Grace, and Grit. And um, because that's just so me. I was like, I wanted like an email. And um Farad made it for me. And I was like, I don't just want to put love Marnie or blessings. Like I want something that means me. And I always would just say like we need God, we need grace and grit. Because you know, if we didn't have any of that grit, we just need that strength and that persevering and moving forward and you need to be tough right and grace because if we didn't have his grace what we would just Satan would just win with guilt and like you know beating us up all the time and a friend said you should make a t-shirt out of that I would so buy one and I was like that's it I'm not a t-shirt company with the five million other people have five t-shirt companies you know and um, that's how I'm going to fund my ministry. And I'm going to make it to where, um, you know, 15% of the proceeds goes to. I love, um, I've always listened to Joyce Myers a lot. I've always related to her. I've bought a lot of her books that have helped me with just renewing my mind. So I got something in the mail one day about her project, Girl, and what she does with these girls. And it was amazing. I said, that's it. So 15% of my proceeds are going to go to that. I link that. And so I started working on launching us online store a t-shirt company and let me tell you oh I was like what did I get myself into it's been such hard work and a whole another learning curve of technology and like oh my gosh these headaches and wanting to throw my phone in my computer so I've been working on that and um, I also went ahead and did some coaching um, certifications that I purchased a long time Time ago, because you know, as being a hairdresser, we're kind of like life therapists anyway. Like, um, not kind of a hundred percent. Like, what's that saying? Your hairdresser is cheaper than your therapist, you know, like go see your hairdresser, yeah. you know. So and it, you know what? And we are, and we're just we have that gift. And even though I'm very much an introvert, I'm that person when I'm on, I can be on. You know, after this, I'll probably have to go meditate for two hours, <laughs> <laughs> which is my prayer time because I just get so you know, as an introverted person. And that's another thing that stopped me so much was always like, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? You know? So I did these also took this time to just say, I want to help people. I want to have an affordable coaching program because the couple of times that I have reached out to really want to hire some sort of coach, hey, it's a thousand dollars for a week or like $3,000 this month. And I'm just like, oh gosh, I, that would make me depressed. I'd go kill myself. You know, like, I can't do that. Like that like, would stress me out. Like, oh my gosh, $3,000 for a coach. Like, the Lord, I just, I'll, you're my coach, you know? And that's what I ended up doing. And, and my mentor, my beautiful mentor right here. So I just, um, you know, started being really passionate about, I can help people. And I created a beautiful program and I just completed a six week program and it was beautiful. And I had such a good response and it just was very, very empowering for me. It was funny because, you know, they always say become a teacher if you want to learn, you know? So as I'm coaching these people and kind of consulting and I love business, I love entrepreneurship, I love network marketing. I just love it was like, I was learning so much as I was doing it, you know? So, 
anyway, that's it. I, I'm creating a couple um, t-shirt companies. One is going to be all Christian based. The other one is kind of secular because there's some funny sayings that I come up with in my mind that, and, um, you know, some political. And I just was like, okay, so I have rocket teas and love honeycomb teas. And so my love honeycomb store is up and running. I'm going to start doing a launch on it. And um, they're just cute. Just one saying so far, God, grace and grit. And I did a kind of a God, grace and grit on Route 66 because I heard that song one day. And I was that's a cool, you know, and I have God, grace and country music, God, grace and grit and lipstick. So just some fun sayings. And then they're going to be um, honeycomb came to me because I was like, Lord, what name should I, I didn't want to put under healing yoga ministries. I wanted it to be a whole nother entity to fund the ministry. And that would be, you know, something that would allow me to do the yoga complimentary. And I was a uh, scripture came to me, Proverbs 16, 16, 24, you know, words are like sweet honeycomb to the soul. And I was like, honeycomb. okay, so just love honeycomb. And um, I got busy and it's up and it's going and it's been such a fun roller coaster of again, creating and overcoming technical difficulties. And um, so that's it. I'm really excited. And, and um, hopefully soon. I will be able to sit back and relax and get start writing scripts again and doing different volumes on my scripts and um, just starting to kind of grow my tribe of women that I feel I can help and, um, you know, passionate about mental health and um, renewing your mind in Christ. Because once you have that, you're set mental illness or not, yep. you know, that's all you need. It really is. So, okay. So anybody that is listening or watching, uh, tell them how to find you. Um, Healing Yoga Ministries is my yoga ministries website. Just talks a little bit more about my story, pretty much what you've heard. I will be uploading some videos on that soon. Hopefully, you know, it's be part of a I'm working launching a YouTube channel for that too. And um, I'm on Facebook, Marnie Vio and Healing Yoga Ministries and Marnie Matters on Instagram. And I got that name because um, I think it was you one day you're like, you matter, you know, like make, make time for yourself. And I was like, yeah, Marnie Matters. And so do you. So I always say that. And um, lovehoneycomb.com dot com. Yeah. Lovehoneycomb.com and pretty soon it'll be rockettees.com. So, um, but again, Michelle, I just really, really want you to know how much you've impacted my life. And I'm here, yes, because of God, but because of you and Bobby. And again, I don't think you guys know that back 14, 15 years ago, we see something in you, Marnie. You got something. You don't see it in yourself, but we see it. You got it. And that sticks with me. And I remember that. And I would think like they saw something in me. Like, why can't I see something in myself? And again, don't believe any of the enemy's lies. Like, who am I to have a ministry? Well, who am I not to? I just want to help people, you know, and I want to uh, just do big things. I don't even need the money. I just want money to help people because I, I can and I want to, you know, so that's it. I'm so excited and thankful you had me on. Oh, I've it's been my absolute pleasure. And you are a blessing in many, many ways. And you know, all God asks for is a willing heart. And you, my friend, are so willing to do so many things, always with just the it's so pure. 
And I just love you to pieces. For those of you that are listening, all of her information will be in the show notes. So you'll be able to just click and find her on social media and check out Healing Yoga Ministries, check out Love Honeycomb, um, Rocket Teas when that's available. Find her, follow her, listen to her. She's First of all, she is fun and funny and always <laughs> comes up with something, I mean, entertaining. She's just a, a blast to be friends with. And, you know, I just want to say thank you for all of your sweet, kind words. It's, I've had a week of like literally something every day that has made me cry in a, I know. In a beautiful way. And, um, I just, you're, you're just a treasured friend. So it's, it is an honor that you're part of Girl Power Alliance, like in a really, really big way. And I just love you. So thank you for taking the time to do this. I love you too. Thank you for having me again. I just would have never thought in a million years I'd be on a podcast with you. And I'm so excited. I'm so thankful. Go get some rest, girl. I know you probably had a long day yesterday. Oh, <laughs> when we finished the recording here. I'm, or a long week. It was a crazy week. I'll tell you about it when we hang up. And those of you that are listening, yes. you will be hearing about it soon enough. If you're watching this on YouTube, right below the video is all of Marnie's information. So you can connect with her there. And again, thank you so much for being on here. You're welcome. Thank you, honey. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Yes, it was long. (laughs) Uh, But when you get two girlfriends on the phone to chat together about so many important things, it's kind of hard to shut us up. (laughs) Um, So make sure you check out all of the information to connect with Marnie and work with her uh, in a multitude of ways you know, art therapy, uh, if you're looking for healing yoga ministries and, or now her inspirational teas, uh, she's just got a lot to offer. Check her out. If you have not already joined our family here at girl power Alliance, what in the heck are you waiting for? <laughs> We've been praying for you 2021. We have so many resources to help this be your best year. Uh, from finances to relationships to growing a business to improving your health to just fellowship with other amazing, amazing women. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com and uh, join us. (laughs) We already, we are in our first round right now, our first class of the Radiant Leadership Academy and lives are being shifted in dramatic, dramatic ways. So check that out. You can go to radiantleadershipacademy.com or um, just click the tab on girlpoweralliance.com. We appreciate you. We thank you. We love your feedback. Um, You know, make sure that you uh, rate and review the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and join us on our private page. It's called the GPA Inner Circle on Facebook and uh, have access to just some amazing women, weekly prayer and a number of other things. (laughs) Uh, Never, ever forget this, though, that Girl Power Alliance is where women grow. (laughs) 